Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay who will be in every episode. Yeah, Ben, thanks for uh, thanks for meeting uh, here with me today, which reminds me, coming hey. up very soon is going to be our uh, in-person Popcorn Culture meetup at uh, GoFest here in Roanoke, Virginia, where we are based out of on Friday, October uh, 14th. Nailed it! Look yeah. at you getting the dates right and everything, but, mm-hmm. but I, I I'm really excited Not about Friday, Saturday, October 14th. The day before is the J vs. Ben trivia night meetup at the Grand Inn. Yeah, My so bad. It, it's a two for one weekend. Yeah. It's a two for one. So if you can if you can manage to get yourself to the Roanoke area, the the trivia event, because we had to like, you know, like rent a space for it. Mm-hmm. And it's at the it's at the historic Grand Inn Theater. Like the place historic. is just it's just very, very cool. There will be like there is a bar inside of it. Right. And you're gonna and, walk in and be like, wow. History. History. Ooh, bar. <laughs> Ooh. <Yeah. laughs> also, brothers, trivia. Um, wow. Lots of lots of cool things. And if you're uh, if you're unfamiliar with an in-person J vs. Ben trivia event, it is the same as like our uh, our live stream versions where we're all playing Kahoot in the same room, except you're only competing with the other people there. And we almost always do like Lego based prizes. So oh, there'll be some I mean, you know. not to like not to like not to like tantalize, you know, not to like, you know, put too much out there or anything, but there's usually some pretty cool Lego prizes there's available no for the t- for the top finishers. Um, but yeah, so anyway, it's it's twenty dollars for the, the trivia event because we had to like rent a space to go and do it and everything so uh we would love to meet you there and then the next day is our go fest live episode of popcorn culture which is absolutely free to attend yes. and go fest is uh free for entry and is otherwise just a really cool like <laughs> festival right so like not only can you just come see us at the event but you can just enjoy the rest of the event itself which is pretty cool in its own right i mean not as cool as us obviously but uh the rest of it's it's, it's still very fun and free to yes, get in yes so, yeah absolutely you, know, you so, may as well <laughs> lots of lots of cool stuff to like go in and float through and everything so anyway i'm very excited for the month of october because there's this there's so much stuff out there on the horizon it's gonna be like a fun super bustling weekend we'll have the coffee tent set up we'll oh sell yeah in some some carlin brothers coffee we'll have some exclusive exclusive you know, merch some, and some stuff merch and whatnot. Yeah. yeah exactly exactly Anyway, it's going to be a good time. Um, Jay, so I'm, I'm yes. kind of, I'm, there's a couple of different Pokemon related things I want to ask you about. Sure. One is that you competed this past weekend in Pittsburgh. I sure did. The um, 2024 season, I guess, is officially underway. This was the first regional of the year. Wow. So this past weekend in the past, you were competing in the future. Right. Exactly. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Whoa. For the, for the 2020. Trippy. Yeah. The 2024 world championship season, I guess, started uh, here in 2023 because it's, you know, it's based around an August calendar. 
Thunder. So. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so let me let me tee you up then, because I know that your your sentiment last week, I think we talked about it after the final pop and not yeah. in the main episode, but you wrote in the show notes last week, you were like, I am going this weekend to win the yeah. Pittsburgh Regionals. That's right. How'd it go? Well, I didn't win. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, that's one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to like be more assertive just in like the way I'm like writing stuff or thinking about stuff. Okay. It just like as like, a, you know, why am I going here to like, I'm not going here to lose. You know, if like if my goal is to just make day two, you know, then that's, you know, maybe I'm not reaching high enough. It's like if I go with the mindset to win, you know, then it's like that's that feels like the mindset you should have going in because it's not like I'm going to sit down from any opponent and be like, well, you know, I don't really care if I win this whole event or anything or even this match. So whatever. whatever. I'm just here. It's like, no, I, you know, hopefully every time I sit down across from someone, you know, my goal is to win. So ideally I just win every single round and don't lose. And then I win the whole thing. And, you know, that's, that's the, that's the dream hope. Um, but it is extremely difficult. I mean, the, oh, yeah, the people no. at the top end, it, it is unbelievable to me how it is like the same group of people up at the top end. Like you'll be scrolling through the names and you'll get down to, to the top 100 people people and you're just like you'll recognize like 40 or 30 of the names and you're like god man they're like they're so consistent no i know this is this is the thing that's so wild about it too because you're also it's like the people who are who are taking the effort to get there um and i can't remember if we talked about this on the pop or not so please stop me if i did but um like i always think back to my state meet of cross country where like my senior year i ran um my all-time best which landed me like fifth place on my team and i was somewhere around like 109th in the state mm-hmm. for boys double a which meant like just in the state of Virginia, there was also the single A division and the triple A division where there were like, you know, lots of people who would have beat me in both races, not counting the women's race where like the like several women also like can absolutely finish before me. And then that's only in the state of Virginia. Right. Where, like, you know, countrywide, there are 50 of these right. that are all simultaneously happening only in the United States. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's like here I am, you know, feeling like like, oh, I'm of the you know Woo. like top athletes at my school at this sport and in the state like top 100 ish in the country top 5000 ish you know yeah, like, yeah. like it's like as you kind of like keep pulling back the layers you know you're like oh my gosh like i'm it's like it's like i'm good at this thing however i have surrounded myself with all the other people who are really good at this thing. And now by comparison, I feel less good at this thing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's very weird because like, yeah, in, in, in Roanoke, in our area, uh, it's like, I would say I'm amongst, you know, the, the top five or six people here. Yeah. For, uh, playing yeah, of Pokemon. Course, right. It's like, you know, it's like, I don't know if maybe Roanoke is not just like the most competitive environment, uh, or anything, but like, uh, there was a group yet, yet, yet that's uh-huh. right. I mean, there was a group of, uh, six of us from Roanoke there in total, uh, scene, which is always good when you like finish a match and go like, you know, chat back. How'd you guys do? What's going on? How, you know, what, what it was good to have like a little support group there right. and stuff. So that was really fun. Um, uh, me and Steven, uh, big Steve drove up together. So, um, it wasn't like the six of us planned to go together. There was just four more people from Roanoke there. Sure. But, but you guys well. at this point in time all know each other. Yeah, we all know each other. Well. So yeah. it's a good yeah. like touch point. It's good to like meet up and everyone was hanging out and having fun anyway. So um, that was really good. And I would have said that like probably uh, amongst the six of us that, that probably um, – we made up most of the best people from Roanoke. Okay, that's like good. who yeah. made it there, and it's just like. But uh, I would say we all also finished roughly 
the, the same, you know. Okay, sure, like, sure, sure. Thereabouts. So, um, at it, the end, what? It, oh, I was gonna say, it sounds like what you guys need is that like like an ace to come into town, like someone who's like a top ten finisher, and I feel like it would like rise that like like right. the, the, yeah, it's like, like yeah, rising it's like tide lifts all boats. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we all only have each other to play against, so we all only get as good as each other, and so roughly everyone had about like a a, a four win kind of day. Okay, gotcha. Um, so at the end of the day, I will say you know. I did have the highest placing amongst oh, us. Whoa, had well, a solid yeah. 549th. <laughs> <laughs> Out of like 1,800, though. No, that's amazing. So, that really is amazing. Uh, you know, yeah, we I did the math on like my placing versus the entire field, and I think I was right. I was on exactly 30%. So I was like, oh, there I am. I'm in the top 30% here, which seems like that's about where our field is. So it's like a, a, a little bit ahead of like the top of the bell curve, but like you need base. I think people who made day two, there was like 187 so like right at about 10 percent of yeah. the field makes it to day two so it's like so how to gotta bridge the gap from 30 to 10 and it's like that oh man it's just hard it's it just is hard. it is just hard what i find to be absolutely fascinating is that uh we have on our gaming channel our box breaker show where we like open packs of pokemon cards for people and they're like competing inside of a game against each other uh and one of the like scoring elements that we have invented for the game is the is the big steve prize which yeah. is basically the person who uh we we uh good buddy big steve helped consult on the game itself and helped us like kind of concoct like, yeah. concoct like you know what what it would be and how it would play out and everything and so part of you know like his his you know us showing gratitude towards him for his help with that is he just gets a pack uh or three packs per season so he's competing in the game all the time and exactly. just gets whatever cards that we open for him um but what's been amazing about it is that every season we've had so far is that big steve is landing in almost the exact position that you're describing you yeah. guys landing in competitively <laughs> which is so funny because it is otherwise completely and utterly random yeah you know right, it's it is. like there, there's there's nothing there's nothing specific you know re related to uh, I don't know you know how how that's shaking out so it yeah seems like but you it guys does seem like whatever the most average score is on any given season of box breakers Steven is like three points ahead of that yes exactly and so if yeah. you want if you want to get the big Steve award you need to be just like just a little bit better than the field <laughs> right right which otherwise yeah. again everything is random which is so random like so the, we, there, yeah. there, there is no skill involved but <laughs> um, it, it is remarkable to me so I'd be so curious to see if you guys go and you start to like elevate your game at the regional tournaments if somehow big Steve also it's like reflected in his box breaker that'd be, score. That'd be so weird it, and hilarious. <laughs> it would be really funny. Uh, it's like uh, our, our destiny is tied to how he opens packs. <laughs> right, right. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on though based on everything you just said because it reminded me of, of a way that I feel like I have started interacting with my friends and the way that like I will propose plans to people mm -hmm. is that you were saying like um, like you're, you're trying to be like more assertive or like deliberate or like like you know this is what I am here to do like whatever but I have found that the older I get when I am inviting friends to hang out with me the more modifiers that i have started to include yeah, in the invitation to, right. to present them with as many outs as humanly possible if they so desire them uh -huh. it's like hey just reaching out absolutely no pressure at all last minute we sort of came up with this idea to potentially maybe go to a brewery if you might be interested just let me know right you know and it's like one of those things where it's like <laughs> there's so many different ways right, like person. why are you hedging so hard i know yeah, yeah. well it's like it's like i know um i feel like sometimes uh, like I think there's like there's there's like jokes or whatever like you know like a great candle scent is just like canceled plans Yo, yeah. you know it's like sometimes like when canceled plans are 
home was the best because it means like you went from having like somewhere you needed to like be and somewhere to go to just sort of being like, oh man, I just get to chill. Right. And, like, yeah. You know, I there didn't was now, pressure. No, there's not. Now there's not. Exactly. So I feel like the big thing is, is that like, I don't ever want to, um, I don't ever want like to, to have guilted somebody or like just because the invitation was there, set the expectation that they like that, like within our friend group, like we have such a level of friendship that I have decided that if I invite you to a thing, there was some expectation that you be there, oh. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, that sounds like a lot of like mental gymnastics happening. Oh yeah. No, hundred yeah, percent. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, if, if there were Olympics for mental gymnastics, yeah. I would have nothing but tens. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my sport of choice. Right. Exactly. I am so good at mental gymnastics. I will convince myself that my friends don't want to hang out with me so many times. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I just want to be sure that like I've offered them as many ways out as human, but maybe, maybe what I should do this weekend is be like brewery 530 be there oh well, i don't you could just be like hey we're heading to a brewery at 5 30 if you want to come okay well well you, you know made that, you made that look easy <laughs> <laughs> there must be no uh safety mats inside of your brain for mental gymnastics at all you know i live on the edge you, know? you live on the edge yeah no one even bars just... I, fr- I just free climb you know right right <laughs> no safety net so you got more of a rock climbing situation. Exactly. Going on. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm trying to, but, but no ropes, no ropes at all. That's right. You know, if we fall, we fail. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. Nice. 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 I nice. had, this was an interesting invitation style. I encountered a couple of weeks ago where I got like, uh, an almost like, so there was a, one of my friends wanted to have a group of guys come over and just like hang out and drink some beers and just, just hang out okay. for the evening and it was like yeah it was like sunday noon and he's asking if people can come over sunday evening so it was fairly last minute i suppose okay but um he in order to do this he sent up like must have sent about eight individual texts to people saying hey i'm thinking about having people over tonight is that something you'd be interested in and it was like you must have sent this text to everybody who might be coming to determine whether or not to like make it like an official event like do i have enough hard commits to like is it worth it because if like only two people are coming like maybe it's not worth it i have done this exactly before if i get if i get enough individual yeses i'll just open up a full group text to like hey guys here's what's happening right right yeah. right yep yep yep, yep. this is yeah. exactly what i feel like i did with uh with uh suggesting the marathon to people last year which oh. was like i'd gone through and like sort of like individually texted a bunch of people been like hey is this something like you know that anybody might be interested in and you know like sort of like tried to like get a pulse for like what was going on and yeah it was sort of like once people kind of gave me like they're like yeah i'm into it or like a soft maybe or like ah you know let me let me think about it a little bit i was like all right i'll send out a group chat now you know, yeah and like see how it goes from there mm-hmm. um but but I, but I do understand like that's that's sort of like one of those things where it's like you you want to get like uh like a like a threshold or like an idea of for like you know where where or like what the outcome might be on yeah. the basis um but once again you know maybe this is where we need to take the 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 jay carlin approach and just sort of be like all in all in well hey. the other advantage i think that maybe is there is sometimes if you send a big group message like it puts a lot of pressure on each individual person to either like be the first one to say yes or the first one to say no. Okay, yeah, and it's yeah, like that's true. You don't know exactly, like, if you, you know, it's like, it almost might be embarrassing or something if you got this message and you could see that it was sent to seven other people and you, you know, um, say, oh, sounds great, I'll be there. And then everyone else is like, nah, sorry, can't do it. Nah, sorry, got plans, too late for me, you know, whatever. And then it's like, now it's just you and this one other person. And it's like, well, 
hey man maybe we'll just call it off you know oh, right right, <laughs> you know, right that might be embarrassing like oh okay never mind i was the only one who didn't already have plans whoops, oh, whoops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gr- group chat etiquette is such a is such a strange one too though like because they're they're sort of like the uh like the standing group chats like i suspect you know people like with their close group of friends or like their family or something like that like chances are you've got a group chat that's sort of like an always on kind of thing yeah of some capacity um and and i feel like sometimes i meet people and they're like they're like oh yeah like i'm I'm a part of a different group chat and like you know they're like i've got like 20 of these you know and i'm like oh man that'd be so many like text notifications oh to deal gosh, with like yeah. uh-uh. you know that that would be that would be so much but um so you know like i, I have like a couple of like small group chat related things but then if i'm ever like interacting with someone who i don't regularly interact with i feel like that much more aware of the fact that i'm about to send notifications to their phone Mm. and so like a lot of times um like at the start of the season so like fantasy football you know we've been talking a little bit about like you know the season's begun um and this was like one of those things where we've had like a friend group that we've played with for years now and but like you know as you go through and like people sort of like come and go like step in and out of the league or like you know like mom has been in the league before you know it's like one of those things where it's like i'm sometimes like well if i send a group chat that's got like all of our friends and mom then like mom won't know anybody's phone number at all right and so a lot of times i'm like okay so that means that like this group chat is not a place where actual communication should take place so i'll be like so i will sort of be like hey just wanted to send interest about you know fantasy football this year text me individually to let me know right you know like what like that way it's like i've i've like a, like eliminated the playing field for anybody to really communicate inside of that group chat at yeah. all it's like we don't need to talk in here right i realize i just pinged all of you yeah but like you know if people start doing like the the press hold like thumbs up like right. whatever that can be like really d- yeah you know super irritating which well i mean it's not even that irritating it's just i often find that most of my like group chats and stuff go wild when i can't tend to my phone so like recording a j versus ben or like a, like a video or like the podcast here i feel like a lot of times like my phone and and watch will both like vibrate buzz vibrate buzz vibrate buzz and i'm yeah. like <sighs> what is happening a whole bunch of people have no idea right now that every time they're liking a message that my phone and watch are both simultaneously buzzing mm-hmm. while, I'm, while i'm trying to focus on what i'm talking about right right yeah, i need to turn on do not disturb but then I yeah i know i'm like i feel like maybe the onus is on you <laughs> yeah it is it is for sure the, things like this i'm so i'm so bad about like if i have standing reservations for anything uh like any type of like ritualized behavior i'm extremely good about it yeah like like you know uh like plugging my phone in every single <clears throat> night before i go to bed like i okay you know i never miss that when i'm at home yeah like my phone is charged 100 percent every single morning without fail which i suspect is not that uncommon but if i go on vacation um especially on vacation like you know with like the whole family and stuff and like we've got you know all of like addy's various like little um bits and bobs and set up and stuff like she's got like the uh like the plug-in baby monitor and like her white noise machine very frequently i will end up using the little charger blocks yeah that i typically use to like charge my phone phone. yeah uh, for those things so very frequently while i'm on vacation i will have charging cords and cables everywhere but like but no blocks but no block yeah (laughs) you know and and then like you know the question is whether or not i dug out the outlet behind the bedside table to to have the thing to plug in or not and like a lot of times i don't and so like it's just my phone is just dead yeah you know all all week (laughs) on vacation it's like uh this is never a problem when i'm at home and it's always a problem when i'm on vacation yeah you're just like not in your regular environment and you're like leaving your phone in weird places and stuff like that yes yes and the number of times that i have tried to like take my 
my travel backpack that I use because it's like it's a backpack that I pretty much don't ever use in between travel at all. So almost every time we go on like a new trip, I'll like I'll crack it open and be like, oh, there's that like bag of sweet tarts or whatever that oh, I had yeah. from like my last <laughs> flight that I didn't finish. But like right. there's always like airport food in my mm. in my backpack. In your backpack. Um, but I, the number of times that I've tried to go through and get like uh like little little like cord ties you know or like like uh color code things or like little baggies to keep all my various you know accessories in or something like that like i've tried so hard to be that guy and then as soon as i get home and like you know i need to go and charge like my ring doorbell or something like that i'm like oh i know where i have a micro usb it's up in my backpack that i use for travel <laughs> and then i'll go and take it out of my backpack for travel plug it in charge it for like you know six hours or whatever put my right. ring doorbell back on and then i'll put it in my junk drawer and then it's like well that's gone forever yeah now that's <laughs> gone forever now it's not in your travel bag and you will a thousand percent need it on your next trip and you're like i know i had this right i never i, I probably own 300 cords and i know where none of them are exactly except for the right. one uh, that's plugged into my my uh bedside table right and even though you have a drawer full of nothing but cords none of them go to anything exactly right and yeah. you can just it's like i god i hate that drawer so much oh yeah i'm same. always just like what well, i just i feel like i can just throw this away i feel like i can just throw it away but then i'm gonna discover what it was for and i'll be like oh now i can't use that thing anymore now i can't use that thing anymore i know mm-hmm. yeah and then that is the most frustrating thing yeah. ever yes is when you can't find the charger for the thing yeah uh and you know so like similar like for christmas i think last year mom and dad got us those um like an electric uh like cork removal yes wine cork removal device yes there's got to be a bottle electric bottle opener oh yeah got there yeah is there it right? is yeah electric bottle opener yeah we'll go with that yeah um but in, and anyway i've never let it die before like i will i will like charge it so redundantly that oh. it's like ridiculous uh i don't think i've never charged mine and it has also never died yeah exactly yeah. that's the thing it's like but like this is one of those things uh i think i think when we first started working out i had bought a um a a uh, protein um, powder bottle oh, that yeah. had like a little spinny a little blender a, a thing little at blender, the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was the same thing where it was like, I bought it, I charged it. Uh, and then I had like the puck with the battery in it that I kept like in my cabinet right next to where I would then like, you know, put my cup every day after I finished using it. And basically it would just like were, you know, and then like you could like pour your protein and your milk or water or whatever in there. And like it would just mix and it yeah. was amazing. And I loved it. And I feel like it worked for like a year straight. But once again, lost the charger. And so yeah. like once it was dead, it was sort of like, I know I'm on borrowed time right now. Right. Like you know, at like, some point my blender's going to die and then I'll just have to like shake it like some chump. Uh, some chump. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be embarrassing. Everybody's going to be like, wow, what are you doing? What, what is that? <laughs> the, the battery die Lose your battery cord? <laughs> okay. Yeah. When in reality, just it, it, it is so much easier to just use a shake. Bottle. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's like there's no moving parts. There's no electricity involved. Nothing Can't needs break. to be charged. Exactly. Works all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time you don't even need the bottle or the little uh, little bouncy ball every time. Yeah. You know. Oh, my gosh. My kids, when we went to Disney World, they got these um, bubble wands. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Those. Yep. Yeah. The bubble wands, which I mean, if you walk around Disney World, they're freaking everywhere. It is brilliant. Yeah. It is brilliant because the way they sell them is someone just stands there next to a stand and it just blows bubbles everywhere, which is great because it adds like the fun, whimsical atmosphere of the park. There's like bubbles all over the place, which is very fun. And then anytime they sell one, kids just walk around and produce more bubbles around the park, making it like this like fun thing. But once your kids find them, then of course they want them. And it's like, you're, you're dead, right? It's like, 
you it feels like the moment you buy this thing you are on borrowed time because one you're competing with the amount of bubble solution in the bottom of it oh yeah and then two you're competing with the battery life and then three you're competing with the quality of the toy which is poor yes so it's like even if you were to like go and say okay look dude i'm gonna buy this bubble wand from you and you know what do you sell refills they do okay and sure. you know they'll say the refills and you're like okay i'm on top of that i've even got extra batteries back at the hotel it doesn't matter because at some point the toy itself is just going to get dropped on the ground or because it produce because it's a toy that is electric that also involves liquid in moving through it like yeah. it's just like at some point the the liquid is going to get into the mechanics and it's just gonna it's not going to work it's like you know it's not a great toy to begin with it will break the moment you get it so i have three of them at my house i don't think any of them work and i'm like I don't know. I'm, every time I go to throw them away, I'm like, hmm, maybe if I just change the batteries, they'll work again. One last hope. One last hope. Maybe they'll go. And it also is the kind of toy that's like, they've played with them enough that I feel like if they went missing, they'd probably notice. And it's like, you tell yourself, like, no, I'll keep them because then the next time I go, I'll just bring the wands and we won't have to buy new ones. And that'll be great. But the fact is, you can't bring the wands again because they will break before you go back to the park. Oh my gosh. And it's like, I just need to throw them away. But I'm sh- I'm positive that even though the kids haven't played with them in months, the moment I do, they're going to be like, where's the bubble wands? And I'm like, oh, they were all broken. And that won't be a very good reason for throwing them away. Yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I have found that at this stage in life, like there are so many problems that I can like interface with at any given point in time where none of them individually in a vacuum like like you know chances are it's the type of thing uh like where if you just needed to like take the time to fix one of these wands like and you could give it your full focus like you might be capable of doing it the question is like there are a million other priorities all the time and it's and it's not the one that you're able to like properly and fully give your whole like attention to yeah and and so sometimes i i I feel like i will uh i will encounter this sensation and and i won't go any more political than like the small example i'm going to give but like frequently during like presidential like debates or whatever you know like i I will be like watching and i will like see somebody like give an exchange and and, like i'll be sitting there on my couch with no pressure no one watching me no expectations no history no anything and i'll be like see all they had to say was this and it would have been completely fine and they could have like walked away from this problem and people would have forgotten about it and it wouldn't have been a big deal Mm -hmm. you know but like it's like it's easy to say it's easy for you because all you're attempting to do is solve one tiny fragment of a problem that they are facing inside of otherwise an ecosystem of millions or thousands of other small little problems right. all that they're trying to like you know it's like yes if all they had to do was figure out how to like weasel themselves out of like this one tight spot then like then chances are they would be able to do it but instead they're facing like a myriad of other things and therefore it becomes a lot more difficult to solve this one yeah um so the one that i've been up against is that my uh this this is just like a dumb like home repair type problem but the um power pack on my my gaming pc at home which i almost exclusively use for like zoom calls and yeah never gaming at all um but the uh the the power failed and so i was like all right well like no big deal i'll just go and like replace the power pack on my pc and like you know like it's not terribly you know it's like it's like 60 bucks so it's like right it's expensive it's not you know <coughs> prohibitively expensive like i can do that i'll read the spec i'll order a new one no big deal i'll just like unscrew it take it apart i feel good enough about my ability to do that the thing is though is that the power pack literally powers as you could, might expect 
every single thing. So the power pack, like when you're like building a PC, at least as far as I can tell, is is arguably the, the thing you are going to interface with the most on the build. Okay. It has a harness that comes out of it with like 27 different little like dongles. Oh no. All of which are yeah. going to like individually connect to like graphics cards and motherboards right. and like <laughs> fans and and like all the various like bits and bobs and stuff. Uh, and this was not something I realized until I, tar- until I got the new one, pulled it out of the box and was like, oh no, this oh, is going to be a no, pain. Oh no, yeah. Like so. I'm gonna have to plug in everything just so, and even if it feels like it's working, like a month from now, it's gonna turn out this one functionality I've been getting by without needing. Yes, exactly. Yep. And and so you know, this is like one of those things where like uh, you know, I take, uh, I put Addy down for a nap. You know, I've got like my my like somewhere between like an hour and a half and three hour window where this is not the only thing I need to do, but something I would like to try to do during a window of time that I have available. Yeah. And so like you know, it's it's exactly this type of problem where it's like I know that I have. Have the, the the level of intelligence and uh, confidence associated with like tinkering to learn and understand how all these various dongles would work. However, I didn't have the time to dedicate to learning how all this type of stuff would happen. And so what I did instead was basically just unplug everything and then found anything that looked the same and plugged that back in instead, yeah. which I'm sure anybody who's ever built a PC before right now is being like, no, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, anyway, it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's like, man, it should be so easy. Something it, is just, just misaligned a little bit. Yeah. But I did successfully find a place for literally everything to go, which I was pretty proud yeah, like, of. I okay, was like, everything touching something here right 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 but like you know as you're going through and like trying to like you know undo these like little like clip clippy do's or whatever they're all like you know kind of cheap plastic and there's wires and you start like pulling on it and like the motherboards like physically like bending towards you and you're like well i can't "Mm, not great (laughs) it's like but you know and these are the things like i know i even know like you know within within various industries within like whether you're like an auto mechanic or working on like the aquariums and stuff sometimes that there's like gadgets or tools or something that are specifically designed to make this particular task easier and so i'm like i i don't know that, that what that what that thing is i don't know like what level of care i'm supposed to have around these things i don't know what things i'm allowed to touch or not touch oh, like I, I know exactly you know, the way you feel like the um the I, I have a pc at my house and it was um custom built for me by um like one of our old editors once upon a time and anytime something like goes askew i'm always i never know like is this like something that is going to require like manually fixing because it was like built by hand or is it going to be or is this just like a regular kind of computer problem like i and i'm always like i feel like i'm stuck in that sort of like zone of like i don't entirely know because like and like there's there's certainly parts of it that i just i don't interact with the pc like that much because i just don't have like we don't i don't need to use the computers at home that much right like mostly it's just at work but whenever i'm down there or like like there's I think like the the casing for everything incl- has like you know eight USB ports on it, right? But like three of them are active because that's the way it was built. But it's like when you buy the casing, it comes with enough for you to add more, right? And it's like I don't know which ones are which at all. So sometimes if I'm plugging something in, I'm like this, 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 and it's like I don't know if something isn't working because it was like maybe it was put together wrong, or if this is not working because it's not supposed to work, or is it like I don't? I feel like so lost on that front. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And the, and then the other the other piece of it for me is I feel like there's there's like uh, sequencing in terms of like how to solve problems that I think is like lo- like never the path was never complete in my brain because I think when I first got 
like my ever first computer, I was a ninth grader, um, you know, where I, we, you and I had started like refereeing soccer games, yeah. which was surprisingly lucrative for like a 14 year old. No doubt. Um, like you would go and like work a couple of tournaments and I feel like, you know, you go and like collect your paycheck from like a hotel somewhere. Right. And it was like, <laughs> this is actually not bad. Right. Um, and so I remember we had like, we worked a bunch of tournaments and stuff. I'd saved all my money and I, I bought like a Dell PC. Woo. I know. I was so excited. Dude, you're getting um, a Dell. Dude, you're getting a Dell. The problem was is that my 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 primary motive <coughs> for earning money at that point in my life was so that I could buy the PC. And then once I did, it was pretty much I just needed enough money to buy Diablo. And then once I did, I pretty much didn't need money anymore. Right. That was um, it. My goal was, like, was accomplished. Turns out, wait, all of a sudden, refereeing soccer games has way less appealing. It's not how I want to spend my Saturday. Exactly. Um, but like the problem is, is that also at that particular age, I absolutely didn't have the money to go and ever like take my computer to a computer repair shop where I was a thousand percent certain no matter what, regardless of of anything, it was going to be like a five hundred dollar plus repair. And the computer itself cost like six hundred dollars. Right. So like, you know, it was like one of those things where it's like I, I will never repair it. Like I know that going into it, it will never be repaired because if it breaks, that's just it. That's Hands just in the it. air, like whatever. Right. Like it's, it's out of. Yeah, it is. It will. It will break out. Yeah, I know exactly the feeling. Right. Yeah. So th- th- I mean, I remember growing up sometimes like like dad would indeed take our computer over to you know the radio shack or wherever to you know add more ram or get an updated graphics card or something and the computer would be gone for like days yes you know and then it would come back and it'd be like great and it was like wow what a process yeah you know, know. like it, man and it's like you know like as an as a somewhat um you know informed adult it's like adding ram to it, it's like uh, uh, maybe it was different then it seems like today it's as easy as just like sort of plugging another chip like, in. Like chip into the board yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah no so but like that's the thing though is that like at that age i never learned to like you know specifically and not and i guess dad was doing it anyway but like i never learned the process of like oh it broke like let me go and take it to the repair shop in the same way that you might do like with your car yeah. you know it's like the check engine light comes on or you go out and like you like it would be like going out and trying to start your car your battery being dead but you not realizing that the car won't start and you're just being like well car's done that's it someone come and tow it away yeah. it's over it's like, over <laughs> hands up in the air i'm done right um but anyway so that's that is like i feel like this thing with like with with the computers where it's like i don't i can't reach for the go and solve it by by taking it to a professional who will just absolutely know like what to do because in my head i'm like well if i can't fix it how are they gonna fix it it's like the way they're gonna fix it is because they do it all the time this is their whole job (laughs) yeah they absolutely know what they're doing let me tell you on the flip side of this there were in back back in high school there was like a, um, a place you could go um, that was like a like a, a trade school, I guess. Before, like some and some people would go there like for the morning, and then they'd come back at like lunch, and they'd finish out the rest of the day, oh, yeah, the I rest of the this. course yeah, subjects. Yeah. And like one of the things you could do there was like computer engineering or whatever. So all those kids in my grade were unique because they were given laptops as part of like their. Um, going to that part of the school okay or yep. whatever so yep. like they, they it felt like oh they get this like special thing but like while they were there i remember them talking about like one of the things that they learned to do was like build a computer and i remember like like one being like man that's crazy like you built a computer like and in my mind when they're saying they like built a computer it's like they were like soldering the circuit boards you that know? is 100% you what know? I thought as and well it's like yeah. you know like they were saying that and I think it's like the amount of superiority they like it felt like they thought they had for having known how to build a computer was like unbearable it was so like it's like like especially in like you know because it, and when I thought they were soldering circuit boards together like i felt like man 
I guess it's deserved because that sounds really hard. Oh, but yeah. Like, look, as an adult, knowing like what they learned was how to plug things in in the correct order. Right, right, <laughs> right. It was right. like, oh, my gosh, you guys were being real condescending and superior for like, I mean, it's good. I mean, it is a definite skill, but not the amount of like height you were acting about it. <laughs> yeah, this is I mean, there, 1000 percent. I've experienced this this summer. I was talking about trying to like fix my boat. You yeah. Know, and like one of the things that like, you know, I stumbled across at some point in time was was the advice to like rebuild your carburetors. And I was like. I don't even know what a carburetor looks like, let right. alone how to like rebuild one. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm probably gonna have to take it to like a machine job, like a shop where there's like a like an oil cooled. Yeah, there's like, a guy with a blowtorch. Yeah, like a blowtorch and like welding sparks will almost certainly be flying somewhere. Yeah. Like that's how this works, right? You know, and then like, you know, I, I was like, all right, like, you know, carb rebuild kit for, you know, my my like motor or whatever. And it's like, it was like $16 and like they're like a couple of like replacement gaskets. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's like, oh. Yeah. So when people are doing this, like the hard part is like, how far are you willing to go to like take apart the, the engine enough to where you can reach these gaskets and then slice them back together and then, you know, like put the, put it back together successfully. Right. And I can't call it easy exactly. in the same way that right. I think like rebuilding an engine is or not an engine. Re, uh, building a computer is not like necessarily just like, oh, plug, 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 like, done. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there, um, there's certainly more to it than just that. Exactly. But yeah, when you think of carburetor, you're really like, oh, man, I'm probably going to have to like. I'm gonna have to like melt down some some iron. I'm gonna have to cast it in a mold. I'm gonna have right, to, right, right. You yeah, know, yeah. It's like, like, like I need a forge, right? I mean, like yeah. a, yeah, it's like no, they'll just send you the metal, and it's mostly just unscrewing things, replacing a few things, and then screwing it back together. Yeah, but it's like one knowing. Uh, how to get to the things you need to get to and then unscrewing it in the right order and then putting it back in the right order and knowing that uh, feeling confident that you did it in such a correct way that you're not about to um, like blow the engine while you're out there on the lake. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, and so that, yeah, so uh, like when, when Allie's or when I first met Allie, uh, her mom knows a guy who like specifically like rebuilds like, like, uh, like lawnmowers, yeah. you know, and this is like one of those things like where like at his house there are like, like, like 75 of them, yeah. you know, like, like he is just constantly in a state of like, of essentially fixing probably the exact rinse and repeat process that I just described, like, right. you know, just over and over and over again. And it, it's like, it is both hilarious and interesting and fascinating to me that chances are like, cause he, he'll also fix it for you for like, you know, 40 bucks or something. So it's just like, it's like amazingly reasonable. Yeah. But I also think it's because it's like, it's not terribly difficult it's right. just literally no one knows how to do it right you know or even like you know like that that is basically what it comes down to i mean it's like it's like i said with the car like you know you go and try to start it if it doesn't start you know it's like it'd be like oh well this this car's done but like you know if i go to start my lawnmower and like yank that cord like 87 times and it doesn't start then i'm like well this thing is busted it's dead to me I'll, it'll never run again right exactly yeah, right. yeah i'm yeah. glad Which, i got a few uses out of it but i guess i just have a tall yard now <laughs> we are where we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it this is life Right. Oh, Ben, let me tell you, while we're on the subject of okay, home repair me. and such like that, you'll recall the epic shower saga that I was on earlier this year. Oh, epic. To, Absolutely to epic. To fix yeah. my drip, my leaking shower in, in, in my bathroom listen, upstairs. Listen, yeah. I suspect... When we when we have you know the meetup here in in October yeah you know a little throwback to that yeah. that call to action there mm -hmm. um, I suspect people will come through and the number one thing they're going to want to talk to you about is plumbing yeah I know they're okay. going to be like look Jay it's been you know it was great listening to it it was entertaining you were so out of your league you clearly had no idea what you were doing you're you're essentially fighting a dragon yeah 
basically a dragon. a dragon that just instead of breathing fire lightly drips water out of his mouth <laughs> it's like mildly no. annoying <laughs> it's like mildly annoying it's, like, it's a drooling dragon it's a drooling dragon the unfortunate thing is that it's like loud it wakes me up at night and i can't stand it um so like i it was this very weird process because the initial problem was that it was dripping and it was loud and it like slowly got louder and louder and i went through and i changed the cartridge and that was a whole problem but like eventually i did it and then like i remember i did it and it like continued to drip a little bit but then like a few weeks later it seemed like the drip was just gone like i don't know what happened i was like i'm not at, i don't know it was dripping now it's not i guess may, maybe something like expanded on the inside and maybe the dragon fell asleep maybe the dragon fell asleep you know yeah maybe who knows but let me tell you that as of like last week the the drip is like back with a vengeance you know it is like if it if i thought it was dripping before no it is dripping a lot now and it is so annoying it is like so much like my my old strategy at least for mitigating the noise was to like just like put like a loofah on the ground so that because like it like softens the blow onto it and it's like it doesn't really make any sound especially by the time it gets to you in bed what a highly mechanical solve i know right it's like at least i don't have to like hear it it's like now it's like (laughs) dude you should start a plumbing company where you got like a cool van there's like you sitting on the side with like overalls and a flannel shirt and like maybe like a wrench in your teeth or something and it's like the whole van is just packed with loofahs (laughs) (laughs) covered man it's just like like seven thousand i just go down there just command strip a loofer to the floor it's like that should do it i think that's about all you need you're just gonna want to change this out to mitigate the mold yeah (laughs) i'll be back every tuesday i'll be back don't you worry you can subscribe and save right now (laughs) right right (laughs) change your loofer yeah um no that is so but like yeah it's it's back and at this point i'm like okay I'm officially at call somebody. I don't, I'm not taking this apart again. Whatever I did, it worked for a while. Now it's not. I don't, I don't know what the problem is, but I cannot deal with the drip. Man. It is bad. So uh, my lightly defeated dragon, turns out I merely wounded it. And now it's, now it's coming back and it's, it's dripping even harder. So it's it's like a hydra. It's like you cut off one head and three come back. It's exactly what it's like. So Uh, it's the the dripping dragon. Wow. 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 The dripping dragon. That sounds like a good episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I got to, um, um, I just wanted to stop. So I think I'm, I'm tapping out on it. I'm admitting defeat and just calling a plumber at this point. Amazing. Well, we, we we look forward to uh to, to the final part update. of me hopes that they look at it and they're like, yeah, no, this was actually really difficult. And you know, they're they're not like, mm, actually, actually, you just installed it upside down, and I just had to like twist it, and now we're good. No, you we're know, good. something like that. <laughs> I want them to be like, yeah, this was actually a little more complicated than our usual shower drips. So you're um, so you're, you're looking forward to like like a like a not like super expensive, but like a semi expensive bill. Yeah, I really you know, yeah. It's like if they're like, we're not even gonna charge you. Like this was super easy to fix. They'd be right. like, oh, that's insulting. Yeah, like no, 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 no. I know. Yeah, part of me's like, a part of me wants it to be like a little more complicated, just because it'll like make me feel better. But then also, I don't want to pay for it to be more complicated so maybe what i should do is call i should call beth and be like no matter what that plumber says have them print you a bill Mm -hmm. that is very expensive like extremely difficult extremely had to call in the the master plumber (laughs) (laughs) he shows up in like a master chief like you know like like halo setup like armor (laughs) yeah I don't know why I've like turned into like a, a very fictional like yeah. you know maybe maybe yeah, what uh, do we have here now you have Master Chief fighting a dragon here I feel like this is good good fuel for our next D and D campaign. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Oh, man. The drippy dragon. The drippy dragon. <laughs> anyway. It's a real good, problem. Good spot for transition. Yeah, sure. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good Easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen, being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, to spot these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific specific objects to progress through the story. And let me tell you what, I assumed I'd be good at this, but I must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster. Then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points. It starts as like a beautiful estate, then you can add gardens, fountains, walking paths, and so much more. So find out who murdered June's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Popcorn Culture is supported by Shopify. If you've ever purchased a candle, coffee, tea, or t-shirt from us, then you've actually interacted with our own Shopify store. Now, in case that's not clear exactly what that means, allow me to explain. Coming up with great merch can be a challenge, and figuring out where and how to sell that merch used to feel like just as difficult, until we found Shopify. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. You can sell without needing to code or design, just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop in no time. Long before I ever uploaded my first video to YouTube, I tried opening an online store for a past business selling aquarium stuff, as you know I did in a past life, and what I came up with was so complicated. It was the major blockade to creating merch for us for the longest time. That's where Shopify's standout feature must be its user-friendly interface and flexibility. It empowers users, regardless of technical expertise, to create and customize their online stores easily. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me? Like where you watch the Avengers, you're like, wow, Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that. Because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect an upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther, the entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience, download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the 
Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now. So there's like weekly events and bonuses. And if you complete each event, you receive special awards and skins and all that fun, cool cosmetic upgrade stuff. And, and we have a unique promo code for every new user. So please follow the link in our description. That's how they know you came from us and use the promo code MAXPOOL. And once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so I, I told you at the very beginning, I had two questions related to Pokemon. I got to one of them, which was yes. Pittsburgh Regionals. The second one is that you have in the show notes here yeah. that you have assigned uh, possibly to your children uh, any of the Eeveelutions, the original, yeah. the the Flareon, Vaporeon, and Jolteon. Yeah. And, and I feel like as a kid growing up, um, I was Flareon. I believe you were Vaporeon and our youngest brother, Tyler was Jolteon. Yeah. Is that how you would have seen that the assessment? That is how I would have seen the assessment as okay. well. So yeah. And that original Pokemon, the original like 151 Pokemon, like there are three groups of three Pokemon yeah. that it felt like, like, like because there were three of us, it became like a, this is the one that's for you. Right. You're pre-assigned to it. Not right. pre-assigned, but like, this is how the cards have landed. So, uh, like for, I felt like for me, it was like Bulbasaur and Vaporeon and Articuno. Yep. That's a hundred percent what okay. I would have said. Yeah. Right, so you were also like, there's the Uno dose trace, like the, uh, the Articuno Zapdos, yeah. uh, Moltres. Moltres, Yeah. And, and so I feel like that one lined up with, birth order a little bit where i always felt like i had zapdos and, okay and tyler had moltres so which starter were you then um so this is the thing that like i feel like tyler and i would probably like go back and forth on and and attempt to remember uh which was which i would have thought squirtle was mine mm -hmm. um which what what would be my layout then i would have a water type a fire type and electric so at least yeah. some diversity yeah some diversity yeah, yeah no doubt but that would also mean that tyler would then have uh charmander and moltres which would seem like doubling down fire. on the fire type yeah. yeah um but anyway so that that is what I would have assumed would have been my slate. Okay, well, so I remember, but it's like, it's funny to me that like I find myself, my own kids in like a similar situation where it's like, like there's no, there's no rule that you know, each child must only have one or anything, but I can tell you, like, Jay, it kind of feels like there is. I know. <laughs> having grown up with the, you and Tyler, it's like, I kind of know that's how it goes. Right. Like this is how, like, I feel like you're each going to identify with a, a one. And it's like, it's like, if you were to like, you know, if you guys started identifying with Bulbasaur, but like, excuse me, Get off my turf, please. Yeah, turf. Yeah. I get it. Ah, yeah. That's a good one. Because he's grass type. Because <laughs> he's grass type. That's right. Uh, that, that's that's like that's my thing. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? So um, meanwhile, though, I was at the Pittsburgh Regionals here at like uh, this past weekend, and I knew I had to get the kids something. And it's always like, a, what am I going to get? And I knew, I knew from my previous experience that if you don't get plushies on day one, they're going to get picked over quick. Real quick. Because okay. Pokemon plushies, very popular. Who'd people, people love them. It almost feels like the underlying purpose of the entire premise was to sell plushies yeah it could be there's no doubt yeah. i mean goodness me people like the plushies but um there was a, i got there on friday and i was like i'm just gonna pick them out right now but the other thing is like at these event markups there is like event pricing and they it's like it's annoyingly expensive yeah it's so it's tough. like yeah. i got these like the cute sitting uh plushies things that i was going through and i uh found a big just a big tub of them they had all sorts of really cool ones and i was like oh you know what's gonna be great i'm gonna get 
is like because they don't necessarily have like favorite Pokemon. Like I would say, maybe Luke's favorite is like Eevee, and Nate likes Pikachu, and Nick likes Jigglypuff. Those nice. are sort of like the 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 three they'd go for. But I was like, they've already got those are all very popular Pokemon. They are, well, that, kinda, yeah, yeah. I, I guess maybe that's partially why. But like, it's, it's just amazing to me that they would have settled on those. Yeah. Well, Luke has played like the Let's Go Eevee game a little bit, where got your it. starters kind of Eevee, and then you got for the twins for their birthday last year a giant Jigglypuff and a giant Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they just immediately adopted those as like their favorites i like guess this is our thing okay. this is our thing so yeah. um anyway so like yeah nick also they each have like also like small plushies of all those things and stuff so i was there and i was like um i don't need to get them more plushies of those things so what what different ones can i get and i landed on the the three original evolutions vaporeon flare and jolteon i was Can't like oh this is great because yeah. they're all exactly equal right like this will be good this will be good but then i got home and i was like now how am i going to decide who gets what oh <laughs> man we're about to find out a lot I about know. how jay feels i know it's a very telling conversation <laughs> <I> know, like, <laughs> because like part of me was like now what's probably what could what i could do is just like let let them try and sort it out amongst themselves. <laughs> Just duke it out. Now the problem there is that they could, two of them could want the same thing. Yeah. Or or what what feels like could happen is what what likely would happen is that either Nick or Nate would choose one, and the act of them choosing one would prompt Luke to be enraged that that one that he wanted that one. Right. Right. You know? right. Okay. Yep. I like, got you. Yeah. Now the other, uh, the more likely scenario is that I would bring them home and I knew I'd be getting home late at night. So they probably wouldn't get them until the next morning. And that probably Luke would wake up early. So I could just have all three of them down there and be like, Luke, which one do you want? And then from there he could pick on his own. And then the other two would be left with, you know, like one or, or the other. Yeah, yeah. One or the other. Now, on the other hand, I, like I personally know that I identify, you know, with Vaporeon as my favorite of these particular three. Right. I was like, the big question is, like, did Luke end up with Vaporeon? Yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, so part of me is like, now Luke is the oldest, which is also my position in the family here, and like. So do I give Luke the Vaporeon because that one's my favorite and I'm the oldest and he's the oldest and that would sort of like line up neatly in my brain. But, but here's the thing is that I know hands down that of the three of them, uh, only one of them's favorite color is blue, and that's Nick. Okay. And so Vaporeon is very blue. Okay. Yeah, and yep, when yep. you're a child, the color of things is like often, you know, how you decide everything. No, dude. I yeah. mean, I, I think I've literally given this exact example yeah. before, but I remember like in high school one year, like the North Face backpacks were like super popular yeah. and mom got mom and dad got them uh for us for christmas like me like all three yeah. of us each got like a, like a north face borealis backpack or yeah. something and yours was red and blue um or was that is, you mean for christmas when christmas when we were yeah. in high school did when you we get a red school. and blue north face backpack i have a red and blue north face backpack now but i bought it since since then, then. yeah I, I had a and you know nope Okay. I, I remember when I was going to college, I got a new backpack and it was like red and black and yellow. Okay. And oh, yeah. I remember that one too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but so uh, the one I ended up getting is like, like I think when all of them got like gifted out, I like literally looked at the other colors and I was like, I probably would have picked either of those and mm -hmm. mine was all black. Yeah. And, but then I also felt like the all black, I ended up like adopting to my personality. Right. So it was like, it's like if I had gone to the store, I don't even know that this is the one I picked out, but then I started wearing it and I was like, oh, this is kind of like part of who I am now. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, a, it's like oddly influential. Right. You know, so now like every, every like, 
bag that I have at home, uh, they're all black. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. So the way I ultimately started reasoning it out was that like I I knew Luke would be the first one up because Beth was telling me that he was like he kept asking like do you know what like he was very concerned you know he's the one who's really aware that I'm probably coming home with like a gift or something. So he, he's like he's you know, like he's like, like I, I want to know why I can't I gotta you know like I'm I'm so excited to wake up tomorrow morning and indeed he woke up at like four thirty. You know? Oh my god! So not early like middle of the night. Like early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like starting to read and I'm like I'm looking at all three of them. I'm like, okay, I know the like if I tell Luke that the blue one is for Nick, he is gonna be completely on board with that because it will line up completely correctly in his mind. Like with the rules. Like, with yeah. the rules, Nick likes blue boom vaporeon that makes sense for nick now the problem is luke's favorite color is pink and neither of the other two are pink right right okay, like yep. and we didn't i didn't get like i could have thought of that ahead of time and tried to get sylveon instead sure but like i wanted the original three i'm yeah, not you no, know no. that's the that's what you're going for yeah, here. I mean, there's there's a like a degree of logic yeah to, to right to like you know sticking to like that yeah that, you know that framing. Got, yeah we're going, we're going here we're going originals here you know this is yeah you, you gotta you gotta choose your your lane at some point right of course yeah you know? naturally yeah. i mean you know. Like they're gonna play, they need to know like what they're up against. Right. Like it, it's okay to choose any of the evolutions as your favorite, but you need to have a favorite amongst the original three as well. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. if yeah. it's not your favorite outright anyway. So I knew that would work out. So that was my starting point. Nick Vaporeon Blue. That's gonna work because I'm gonna have to tackle Luke first, and the twins probably don't care okay. as much. <laughs> <laughs> like that, they'll, they'll be all right. They're gonna be all right. And then I'm like, okay, so now it's the, do I give Luke the Jolteon or the Flareon? How are we gonna do this? And it like this almost sort of worked out because over the weekend there was um, a lot of football happening and Beth was watching JMU um, play uh, and they actually they happened to be against uh, UVA. Okay, yep, right. And so she's rooting for them. They're wearing purple. I guess UVA was wearing orange. And Luke loves to whenever you're watching a sport, he loves to figure out who you're rooting for and then root against them. <laughs> <laughs> And then just declare them like, I just don't like the purple team or whatever. Nice. So, so guy, the, the, now, normally it's just sort of funny and it's just so you're going to laugh it off. This one is a little more serious because the menu is rooting for UVA, which just, oh my God. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, well, basically, Beth went to an in-state school that is competitive in football. You yeah. went to an in-state school that's competitive in football. And then there is UVA, uh, who is just like, you guys don't have an allegiance to either uh, either way, but also has a football team. Yeah, they also have a football team, if you could call them that, whatever. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> poor UVA. Poor they, UVA. They, did, they did lose. They did yeah. lose. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so over the weekend, though, uh, as part of his, you know, uh, defiance of JMU, uh, Luke just gathered a big collection of orange things from around the house and made like a little orange shrine. Amazing. Orange things to show the team he was supporting in this endeavor. So I was like, he's kind of like on a bit of an orange kick at the moment. So yeah. I'm starting to lean towards, I'm going to give Luke the Flareon. Meanwhile, Nate's other favorite Pokemon's already Pikachu, which lines up pretty nicely with Jolteon, which is just yellow and electric anyway. Perfect. So that was sort of how I lined it up. So that was that was how I, uh, I assigned them to them. I brought like Luke's up to like his room. I made like I put it like on a little chair. So when he woke up, he would see it. And sure enough, when he, I could hear him at 430, like reacting to it and trying to pull the tag off and he ran in holding it and he was like snuggling with it and like, you know, got into bed with us or whatever. So nice, nice, he was nice. extremely happy with that decision. And I think it probably worked out that he didn't have to like choose right away because sometimes he can just be like, I don't know which one to choose. So he knew Flareon right away. And then sure enough, he comes downstairs, though, and he sees the other two 
two sitting there and he's like, no, what are these? And I'm like, those are for Nick and Nate. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, which one do you think is for Nick? And he's like, this one. And of course, he points to Vaporeon. And I'm nice, like, why? is nice. like, because it's blue. He's <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. I was like, nailed it. Okay. okay. <laughs> you, you were all, honestly, this is like, this goes back to my presidential debate situation yeah. where I feel like, I feel like you gave it the proper amount of thought. Yeah. This, this is like, a situation where you like, you isolated yeah. and you were like, okay, I can do this well or I can do this poorly. This and I'm go going to do it well. Go yeah, it, could go, it could go south fast. All right. We got to make sure we do this just right. And then as he's going down, I could see him like working out like, D- d- like either trying to decide all the reasons why Flareon is the best one or like landing on the like he actually does like Flareon the best and so like Flareon has the big poofy tail and he was like I like the, the other two don't have like fluffy tails and like Jolteon doesn't have a tail at all and oh. it's like yeah <laughs> what a loser you know <laughs> <laughs> poor Jolteon poor Jolteon yeah and Vaporeon has like the big mermaid tail and I thought he was gonna cotton on to like the mermaid aspect of it and be like now wait a minute right 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 like, like I, I like one, mermaids I like the mermaids pretty cool dude you know what I'm Remember that time like, I met Ariel? Yeah, I remember that time I met Ariel. I was like, yeah, it was like he didn't notice that part of it. So that was that was good. And then this was a real win, is that he happened to notice that I didn't notice this, that on the bottom of Flareon's feet, they have like the pads for like, you know, like if you have a cat or whatever. Oh, sure. Um, sure yeah, yeah, like the on the bottom of their 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 paws or whatever. Uh and the the pads on the Flareon are pink. And he noticed that and was like, oh, this one's got pink. And they because of the thread that it almost like sparkled a little bit. Oh, he was very excited about that. Amazing. Yeah. So not only did I give him uh, one that had the poofiest tail, it also had some pink on it. So I think I totally nailed that. But now my question that now, now, now I'm like, though, but now that I pre-assigned them, they didn't really get to choose which ones they wanted. And this is probably something that will affect them for the rest of their life. Yeah. You now know? They've been forever. <laughs> they've impacted. Been, now, they're, yeah, now, yeah. Now, now you are now every time you will always be the Flareon and you'll always be the Vaporeon and you'll always be the Jolteon. So we'll just see. We'll see how uh, things roll out for them as oh. a result of this one decision I made for them. Yeah, absolutely. No, I no, no. I mean, I, but, but I appreciate the amount of like insight and thought you put into it. So it's like, yeah. it's like, it's not something you took lightly. Like you understood the potential ramifications of this decision and, yeah. you, and you, and you <clears throat> proceeded with caution. Yes, I was, I was trying to proceed with caution. Now it remains to be seen how things might unfold when they discover which one is my favorite. You oh, know, you yeah, know, who's true. to say? Well, they feel like, wow, and you gave Nick the Vaporeon. Okay, I get it. I see. His favorite color is blue. His favorite color is blue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you know, we'll have to keep an eye on the situation as it unfolds. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so maybe uh I'm trying to think now though. But like, yeah, so if you did the starters now and mm. Nick got the bulbasaur. Yeah. Because blue. Yeah. You know, well, like I guess that, so, yeah. Know, there's that too. There's so that, maybe maybe yeah. you can maybe you can figure out how to like use colors to your advantage to like help make all the future that. decisions. Right. Yeah. Well just it's, it's just a matter of blue. Yeah, I guess all three of mine were blue, weren't they? <laughs> the bulb because bulbasaur is blue and Vaporia and Articuno are all blue. So I guess I always think of bulbasaur as more green. Yeah, I would, I would think of Bulbasaur as more yeah. green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Squirtle's feels like, blue. Right, yeah. Squirtle's yeah. more Squirtle's blue. Squirtle's yeah, cl- yeah. is water. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, now, so interestingly, on, on a similar front, like, I obviously didn't have to decide because I just have Addy. But, like, um, we Addy has officially, like, developed. So we, we have typically, like, if we show her any media at all, it's largely been um, this YouTuber named Miss Rachel. Yeah. Um, and Miss Rachel is uh, just, like, she does, like, preschool, basically, on YouTube. And it, like, absolutely baffle i mean it doesn't baffle me like what she's providing is like a very helpful tool for parents and stuff like that yeah. and, like addy's vocabulary has absolutely expanded because she has watched it um but like when you like look at these videos like many of them are like three hours long and have 300 million views wow. and i'm like 
Holy cow. That is absurd. Yeah. Um, That is such a massive amount of like, you know, return viewership uh, for for this particular thing, which is is just mind blowing. But um, so for the most part, it's the only thing that she's ever wanted to watch or the only thing that she would specifically request to watch. Um, However, we were trying to like, you know, branch her off a little bit and like like show her a couple like Disney movies and stuff like that Mm -hmm, to see like mm -hmm. whether or not they resonated. Um, And the one that absolutely has stuck and she can actually say now is Moana. Nice. So we've been watching a lot of Moana. So if you're a fan of the Super Carlin Mother's channel, probably uh, expect some Moana-themed theories coming your way because Mm -hmm. I have watched it a bunch lately, um, which is not a bad thing because other than Encanto, it's probably my favorite Disney princess movie. Oh, yeah. Um, It's super good. Yeah, it's very good. And there's like so many ridiculously epic moments. Like a lot of times like I'll watch and like I'll get chills or tears or like Oh my gosh, I know. It's like the older you get and the more you like have kids, it's like, yep, oh man, this is a big moment. Right. Wow, okay, so brave. So brave. Oh my gosh, you're doing a thing. Um, Yeah, so lots of lots of mom thoughts but uh so you know like Allie and i or her mom last week one night offered she was like you know like like hey would it be possible for me to take addison home tonight like we can have like a sleepover and you know like she can come and play up at the you know nanny's house and stuff like yeah. that yeah and so we were like hey that's great you know because then like Allie and it was it, this was like a snow day type of situation like where we didn't count on it we had no expectation of it and then it sort of like came through and then we were like oh my gosh like we can go out and have like a date night or something Yay. so we went out to dinner which was super nice and then of course we're standing there talking about how much we miss Addie and looking at pictures of her and stuff so we're like we should go and get her something because like surprisingly I, I this this is something I thought that I would be I don't even know if the word is bad about but I thought that I would do more is I I really thought that I would be like constantly having to refrain from getting her even more like toys yeah or like like wanting to surprise her with another thing yeah um and mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason I feel like I, I like have not so far done that I don't know mm-hmm. if this is not like physically going to stores or something very often but um uh so you know like we left we go you know to the store we're like like shopping the the toy aisle or whatever and we find like a moana like doll and we're like oh "Oh my god it's gonna be so much uh fun uh like so stoked because like you know it's her favorite thing and like she's you know like whatever and she keeps asking for it and it's like you know the like really other than uh like common household words terms requests help me you know like stuff like that like she doesn't say that many other things so like for her to say moana feels like oh that's pretty impressive yeah um and but then I was really bummed because Allie and her mom work together. I was like, she's going to come back to work tomorrow morning and I'm not going to get to see Addie receive the Moana doll. Oh, oh, why not? You couldn't like wait till she got home? No, or, we, we, no. We, just, okay. we just didn't. All right. Do just that. didn't do it yeah. that way. Okay. Um, okay. okay. But, but it ended up being okay. Well, sort of okay, depending on your perspective, because she hated it. What? Yeah. She was like not into it at all. No she was way. Like, yeah. So like Allie, like, you know, like made like a big fuss and, um, you know, it just just happened to be the case that like brother-in-law Mike was like at the shop in the morning, you know, and like like uh, sister-in-law Sammy's there, Nanny's there, Allie's there, you know, like they've got like this whole big thing where they're like presenting her with like you know the the Moana doll and like she's just sort of like she like holds it and she like just like drops it. And she's oh, like, no. nope, not at all, not into it. Wow. And so like like it's it's uh you know one of these things where like you know now it's at home and it's been sitting on our stairs for a few days and you know like the other day I you know I was like taking her up to like change her diaper or something like that. And as I'm carrying her upstairs, she's like, Moana, Moana. And I'm like, oh, you want to play with the doll? And like, you know, I like go to pick it up. And she's like, no. No. She, she, she just wanted to watch Moana, mm. but like I, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like like you know the, the the likeness between the character and the doll is like like not 
you know not good enough not good yeah. enough or something or, or somehow like she's not like understanding that like this doll is supposed to be moana right or, or if it's like when she's even requesting moana she's not requesting the character but like the the blue sea and the boat and maui and you know the rest right, of everything yeah, like else. She does, yeah, moana means those images i see not necessarily this girl not necessarily the girl the right. character maybe she's you gotta get like a maui doll or something you i know, know yeah. i know yeah so gotta gotta like figure out what the next thing is but so yeah her birthday is next month and you know now we're we're starting to be like we're all excited because you know Allie and I were sitting at dinner and we're like should we go get her like you know like a toy and I was like well her birthday is next month and it's mm. like but she's really into Moana now yeah um, should I get her a Pokemon plush uh, but yeah, yeah you should, <laughs> should I prescribe her her favorite Pokemon you absolutely should you absolutely should it's gonna be Giratina it's gonna be great you, Giratina that's, yeah you're like okay yeah no <laughs> <laughs> I mean it'd be appropriate for the Halloween theme is it like a centipede looking thing no it's like the, yeah it's like the big it's like the devil Pokemon oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one I played this past weekend. Nice. Arc Giratina. <laughs> Although, yeah, to be fair, uh, Allie has always like enjoyed or appreciated things that like, I'm have, hearing, like, yes. a, like a level of I'm hearing creepy. go big. Yeah, yeah go mm-hmm. big, go big. Go big. Like, right. like a six foot massive plush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, just yeah. a giant creepy Pokemon. <laughs> right, right. It's like that way we would walk into a room in the middle of the night and it's just like looking at you mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It's like, well, that is just properly I'm terrifying. This idea. Uh-huh. Speaking okay. of, and I have absolutely nothing to go on. This is, this is barely even a story. But the other night at my house, I convinced myself have you ever heard the story about like the person who was like living in their house for like months and months and months oh. and like occasionally they hear a story or like a noise and they're like what was that but they just assume it's nothing and then they eventually come to discover that somebody was living in their attic or yep, something I do I, yeah dude, let me tell you what if you've never listened to the podcast criminal I would look up that episode because, well I mean it depends on the one hand it's one of the best single episodes of a podcast I've ever listened to where I was on the edge of my seat like this is unbelievable like crazy good episode of criminal so shout out to that maybe we can link it in the description if someone wants to look it up definitely check it out also don't listen to it if you're afraid someone might be if you're afraid you might start thinking someone's living in your attic not recommended for people who have addicts <laughs> but oh man yes i have uh i've definitely listened to that episode of criminal yes yeah. well so anyway but like i i feel like i live in this like constant you know it, it, i mean i say constant fear it is a known irrational like in the middle of the night i'll hear a noise out like my brain will tell me like probably someone living in your attic and the yeah. other part of my brain was like it's definitely not right um, like and that's impossible <laughs> Right. Um, I've been to my attic. <laughs> however, if I get up in the middle of the night and have to like, go to the bathroom or something, I do open the shower curtain literally every single time. Wow. Um, just to be sure. Just right. to be sure. Yeah, just you know be sure I mean? someone like, was like, you know what? Tonight's the night. But that's also the thing. Like, I try to get in their mind and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's up. He's up. Uh, hide behind the shower curtain. You know, like, I always hmm. imagine like what it would be like to be the intruder who is then being like, oh man, there's nowhere to hide. Uh, you know, that was yeah. me. That was me sliding over the shower curtain noise. Right. Um, you know, but like, could you imagine just being there and being like, oh my god, they're gonna hear me, they're gonna hear me, they're gonna hear me. <laughs> like they open the shower curtain, it's like, ah, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like both people are terrified now. Yeah. Um, anyway, which I absolutely would be. But so um I do I do have this problem where like I'll wake up in the middle of the night, I'll start, you know, it's an old house, makes weird creaks and noises. My dogs can sometimes be like trotting around and making mm-hmm. noises or like, you know, digging into something. Um, so there are noises to be heard in the middle of the night. Not to mention, I just sort of live like a like near the city, so like sometimes you can just hear other like uh, ambulances or, yeah, or cars sirens going. or yeah. what have you. Yeah, yeah. But so I woke up in the middle of the night and just heard a thump. You know, like like a like I to the point where like I halfway expected to wake up the next morning. Um, and like like hear the news that like Roanoke had had like a small earthquake or oh. something <laughs> like that. You know, like it was like it was such a thump. Yeah, that uh, like. Well, I, I was like, 
that had to be something like no matter what it's like no one's in my house i can convince myself like you're fine you're fine you're fine but like i was like but i will find what made that noise in the morning right you know and then like you know like the next day i got up and i'm like you know like i'm going through the motions i'm like making coffee and stuff i'm like the thump the thump and and i'm like looking around the house and i'm like there's nothing there is nothing at all to explain the thump and, and i should backtrack and say a little bit like occasionally so ali Addie, rather uh in the bath has these toys that like suction cup to the wall and they're like yeah. little like flex oh, spinner yeah. things sometimes they'll just fall sometimes they fall and yeah. they're like hard plastic and you know it's landing on like a you know a tub yeah, ceramic thing and it's, the acoustics are great yeah. <laughs> oh, yes yeah rings real great um so like the number of times that like i've, I've had that aha moment where it was like i like where I, I wake up i'm like I definitely just heard a noise. Yeah. Like it's like, cause that's the other thing too. A lot of times you think it's in your head. It's like, no, 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 no. That was a noise. That was a I, thing. Am, I am certain that was a noise. And then like, you know, I'm showering the next morning and I'm like, this is what the noise this was. This is what it's it like was. Then, and then like, I'll even like pick it up and I'll drop it. And I'm like, yeah, confirmed. Dude, Scientifically oh, proven. I mean, there, I've had moments like this as well. And I'll tell you what, there are times where you can like, you will you become so accustomed to all of your kids' toys you'll be like, it was that toy. <laughs> I, know I know what it was. I know exactly the one it I was. I know exactly yeah. what it was. That was the Jolteon plush yeah, for sure. Jol- yeah. Well, if you could hear that, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a Jolteon plush hitting carpet. I'd, I'd bet my life on it. <laughs> I know it was a mile yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah, this, is, this is like the mechanic who, like, you know, the car pulls in the parking lot and it's like, oh, you got like a differential problem or something. It's like, how did you know? It's like, I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like plush on carpet. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> anyway, so I never, I never discovered. <laughs> the source of the thud oh man um, that's annoying yeah i know so but that was that was like one of those things where i was like like and i you, i i wake up and i know i heard something and there's always that compulsion to like wake up Allie and be like hey i just heard a noise like like i want to ask her if she heard it but she's sound asleep and it's like she definitely didn't yeah so the only good that will come from this is me waking her up right you know and and like she didn't wake up because of the thump and i did so uh anyway so similar to the the dripping dragon yeah you know something to look out for you gotta the, figure out what the thump the was Discovery of the thump yeah. but like okay so in in my attic for example not a human being but like when i had my rock climbing walls up there uh, like because i have like a big uh like the room comes to like a point because you're like at the top of the house or whatever um but it's like very open air so i had rock climbing walls and i used to have um my like my old mattress from my old bed that i had like laying down underneath so in case i fell off the wall i would land on the mattress yeah. instead of like just the hard floor <clears throat> and like i would say the thump was so loud that it could have been like a mattress leaned against the wall and like tipping over and like landing flat oh you know wow, okay you know like I mean, it was like it, that's what i said it was like i was like it could have been like an earthquake or something you know or 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 something similar some type of like like known event that would have made the news because a noise happened right um yeah and, and nothing no you have no so, idea so I'll, I'll report back though okay I'll report back. you think it came from above you jay yeah or you just have no a- idea. As above, so below. As it, <laughs> as the name of the wind. As, a, as <laughs> a joke, only someone from the university would understand. <laughs> or who's ever had name of the wind. I just want for those people like with their bingo cards and they're just like staring at it, being like, if he would just say something about name of the wind, I'm I'm in. I got you. I got yeah. you. I used um, to work at a concert venue. <laughs> K Spring High School. Wikipedia yeah. page. Wow. These are all words that are on the bingo card. Um, a bunch of people are like, oh my god, I got it. Oh yes. Um, we did it. Or like the three people who still play. Um, but anyway, I feel like it's a good place to close out today's episode. Uh, guys, as a reminder, we are going to have that uh, the the double header meet and greet weekend, October thirteenth, fourteenth, um, here in Roanoke, Virginia. On the thirteenth, we are going to be hosting a live trivia event where we'll be doing like our typical Kahoot. Uh, Jay and I will be up on stage. We'll have everything up on a big screen. You'll be surrounded by other people answering questions at the same time. It's going to be at the Grandin Movie Theater here in Roanoke. It's just a really cool venue, really cool place. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited to have everybody there. And then, of course, the next day is a live episode of Popcorn Culture at GoFest. 
based on the, I believe it's called the Campfire Stage. Yeah. But if you can find the Carlin Brothers Coffee booth, we will be like right next to where the performance is happening. And we're at 11 a.m., right? 11 a.m. on Saturday, October the 14th. Got all the things right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but tickets to the trivia event are in the description down below. Information to the GoFest event in the description down below or in the show notes for today's episode. Be sure to check it out. Can't wait to meet you. See you guys. Uh, but otherwise, until next time, pop, pop. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.